بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد. Tonight's little reminder: we take some words. And if I'm Sheikh Saleh Ibn Thaymeen, Rahmullahu Ta'ala, a little kalima, a little reminder that he gave during the month of Ramadan. And the Sheikh mentioned and he says, and we remind our brothers regarding the blessings of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala upon us that he has caused us to reach the, this month. The month of Ramadan. And he says, and we ask him, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that he makes us complete this month with righteous actions and acceptance from him. He says, how many people hoped to reach this blessed month? How many people throughout the year was hoping to reach this month and they did not do so and they did not and he do so meaning how many people were hoping that next year they're going to fast Ramadan and meaning this Ramadan here now and then they departed from this world they died they did not do so meaning they did not reach this blessed month he says how many people were with us like the nights that we are in now, on the last year, the Sheikh says, and the last year, وَأَصْبَحَ لَحَانَ رَهِينَ عَمَلِهِ فِي قَبْرِهِ And now, they have, and they departed from here, and they are in their graves. Their actions have been seized, and they are now, and they are in their graves. And we, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has caused us to remain and to be here after our brothers and some of our brothers and sisters who have departed from us to the Darul Jaza, to the Dar, to the place of any reward whereby they'll be rewarded for their actions and their deeds. And he says, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive them, to forgive them. And that he does not test us or place calamities upon us and he after them. The Sheikh says, Ayyuhal Ikhwa, O brothers and sisters, indeed, the intelligent person, the intelligent person who has a strong desire, a strong intention, he is the one who takes grasps of this these days he takes grasp of these days meaning he benefits from these days in order to succeed in this blessed month and he uses wisely this opportunity in the best of ways he says because time does not show any pity or any mercy upon you. Any time does not show any pity, does not show any mercy 
upon you. Az-zamanu yamshi la yatawakkafu li'udhrin mu'tathirin. So time, it continues. It carries on. And it does not stop for any reason or for any person. It does not stop. I need to wait for anyone. La yatawakkafu li'nawmi na'imin. Time does not stop to wait for the one who is sleeping. Nor for the illness of a person who is ill. Time does not stop to wait until that person gets better again so that they can act. Nor that time stops for when a person goes to sleep for them to wake up and then they start acting with righteous deeds. The time goes on, continues. As the Sheikh says, Time does not show any pity upon anyone. It does not stop for anyone. It continues in its path, in its course. Time continues to proceed in every hour, in every instant, in every moment. It continues. It does not wait. The Sheikh says, if you have reached an age whereby you are quite elderly or you've lived for quite a number of years in this dunya, then know that your future is shorter. Then realize and know that your future is shorter. Every moment that you spend in this dunya, for indeed that moment takes you further away from the dunya. Meaning you're departing from the dunya and it gets you closer. It's putting you closer to the hereafter. Getting you closer to your death. Getting closer to the grave. Getting closer to the day of judgment. For indeed, to be, to have a lengthy life is not something to be proud of or to be happy about except unless if you have used it in the obedience of your Lord, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he says, We ask Allah to make us and you from those people. Meaning those people who use their life in the obedience of their Lord. So the best of the people are those who have a lengthy life and their actions are rectified. They have good actions, good deeds. So their life is lengthy and they use that lengthy life to do good and righteous actions. And the most evil of people, the most corrupt of people, or the worst of the people are those who have a lengthy life and their actions are corrupt. Their actions are evil. Their actions are not good. 
in kulla yamutu yandam. He says, every person who dies has regret. Every person, every single person who dies have regret, has regret. فَإِنْ كَانَ مُحْسِنًا نَدِمًا لَا يَكُونَ is that فَإِنْ كَانَ مُحْسِنًا نَدِمًا لَا يَكُونَ is that he says if a person is a muhsin a good doer when he dies he regrets that he was not able to do more he regrets of not doing more good actions Meaning his life was filled with good actions and obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When he dies, he has regret because he wants to do more. He wanted to be able to do more for his hereafter, for his Lord. More righteous actions. فَإِنْ كَانَ مُسِيئًا نَدِمًا أَنْ لَا يَكُونَ And if a person was corrupt, and he was bad, was a bad, uh, bad doer, was an evil person. Their actions were evil and corrupt. When they die, they have regret for what they did. They have regret because they want to go back and change. They want to change those bad actions to good ones. So everybody who dies has regret. Even the best person when he dies, he has regret because he want to do more more good actions but this is the case of the of the better of the two whilst a person who is evil or corrupt or live their lives and in a way which is not pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his affair is more serious when he dies he regrets his actions whilst the person who was a good doer does not regret their actions he regrets what wanting to do more Wanting to do more good deeds. For the person who has died with a life of bad deeds, they regret what? They regret the deeds. Because they want to change them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, and when one of them, when death approaches one of them, they say, my Lord, return me back. So that I may act righteously in that that I left behind. That are they? I may rectify and act righteously in that which I left and he behind. The Sheikh says, لم يقول رب ارجعوني لعلي أبني القصور وأتزوج النساء وأكتسب المال وأركب السيارات فخمة. So the person did not say here, Oh my Lord, make me go back, return me, so that I can build and own palaces, or that I may wed and marry more women. Or that I may acquire more wealth, or that I may possess and ride in, mashallah, big cars. 
Okay, luxurious cars, etc., etc. ولكن قال رب ارجعون. But instead, they will say, Oh my Lord, return me, so that I may rectify and act righteously in that which I left behind. هذا المال الذي تركه هذا المال الذي تركته ارجعوني لعلي أعمل فيه صالحا يقربني إلى الله. Meaning when the person says this when they've left the dunya and those who would regret they will say for example this wealth which I have left behind any meaning this verse when the person says return me back so that I may act righteously and rectify that which I left behind that which I left behind meaning for example this wealth which I left behind make me go back to it so that I may act righteously in using it I may good, do good deeds with using using it in the right way to please Allah please Allah to earn reward so that this may make me closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that this may make me a person who is beloved to Allah and cause me to be closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala use that wealth I've left behind to please Allah to gain closeness to Allah وَهَذَا الْعُمْرُ الَّذِي أَبْقَى إِنْ رَجَعْتُ إِلَى الدُّنْيَا In this life, and in these years, الَّذِي أَبْقَى has left, if I'm able, and if I return back to the dunya. إِرْجِعُونِي Make me go back, return me back, so that I may rectify and act righteously in the things I have left behind. I have left and he behind. Yaqulullah Azza wa Jal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Kalla, surely not. Meaning, la ruju' there is no return. There is no return. Kalla innaha kalimatun huwa qailuha. No, indeed not. It is only a word that they say. It is only a word that they say. It is only a word that they say. وَمِنْ وَرَائِهِمْ بَرْزَخٌ إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ And behind them, meaning where are they heading? بَرْزَخٌ They're heading to the barzakh. إِلَىٰ يَوْمِ يُبْعَثُونَ Until the day they will be resurrected. They'll be resurrected. And the Sheikh says, and after a person will be resurrected on the day of judgment, it is a day where he will be testified against. Things in the dunya will testify against a person. It says, even al-hasharat, wal-baha'im, even the insects and the animals. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَإِذَا الْوُحُوشُ حُشِرَتْ And when the wild beasts are gathered, shall be gathered together. 
And when the wild beasts should be what, gathered and eat together. And the Sheikh says that every single person, things in the dunya, animals and so on, will testify against them, for them or against them, regarding that which they did in the dunya. He says, The creation in the dunya will testify only for you or against you. If it's good, then they'll say that which is good. And if your actions were evil, then it will be evil. Where you earn and it will be in accordance to your, to your deeds. Then the Sheikh says, هذا والله يا إخواني هو حق اليقين فهل نحن عملنا Oh brothers and sisters, this is certainty, there is no doubt in this. فهل نحن عملنا Have we acted? Have we prepared? Have we been thinking of our, about our righteous actions? Have we been preparing a long time ago? Have we been thinking as the time passes, time continues, we get older. Have we been thinking and preparing with righteous actions? Have we acted? Have we acted? Have we acted righteously in preparing our deeds for our hereafter? Are we pleasing Allah? Can we say for sure that we'll be successful on the day of judgment? Are we for sure? Can we say for sure that we will have a wide, expanded grave? Are we for sure that we will be on the day of judgment? Our scrolls will be laid out with more righteous deeds than evil deeds. Can we say that for sure? Have we acted? Have we been acting? Have we been preparing? So this is the reflection and he for us. The Sheikh says, Akhtaruna wallahi fi ghafla. Most of us we are in ghafla. We are heedless. Okay, we are be lost. We're not in focus the way we're supposed to be as Muslims. And most of our time that we spend is in ghafla. Heedlessness. Time is lost. Time is not used effectively. Time is not used effectively for the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to earn righteous deeds. And the person who is awake, even that person, you know, his, the time that he's awake, even him, you know, he loses his time. Always. Doesn't know what happens with his time. Time passes, he doesn't know what, he, what he's done. The Sheikh says, and the person who is awake, even him, there is ghafla. His time passes by in heedlessness. He's not mindful, doesn't know what his, what his time has went to, to. 
doesn't know what, what's happened to his time. This time just passes. So if and so we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he wakes up our hearts and your hearts. He makes our hearts awake and attentive, paying attention to the purpose of, of our lives and preparing for our departure in this, in this dunya. And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes us from those who use wisely their years, their life, and their time so that we are able to fill it and use it and mostly for the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Sheikh says, في هذا الشهر المبارك أعمال صالحة And in this month of Ramadan, there are numerous actions, there are numerous righteous actions for a person to perform. Suyam, fasting, which is compulsory. And this suyam, this fasting is a, one of the pillars of Al-Islam. And also there is qiyam, Prayer in the night, and that is from the Sunnah of the Prophet, the Sunnah of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that he mentioned it in saying, he encouraged it, and to pray in the night. Where he sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, whosoever stands in the night in prayer in Ramadan with iman and hoping for Allah's reward then all of their previous sins will be forgiven. And likewise in action, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he prayed with the sahabas and he three, three days in the night. And the rest he prayed in his house in fear that qiyamul layl in Ramadan and prayer in the night will become and it compulsory upon them and they will not be able and to do so. So the sheikh says, so therefore, it is not befitting for us to be negligent regarding our fasting. We need to fast correctly. We need to be the right state of mind when we are fasting. And that we should not be lazy in standing in prayer in the night. We should not be lazy. We should not choose laziness and relaxing over standing behind the Imam and praying and exerting ourselves. Like the Sheikh says, we are departing from this world. Time does not pause. You can't put a pause on, it, on your time and put it back on when you're acting righteously to record your good actions and to edit the time when you are in ghafla, taking out the time when you are negligent or lazy. Time continues. It does not wait for anybody. So therefore, the Sheikh says, we need to be patient. Patient upon the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, this is one of the reasons why, one of the reasons why this month has been mentioned in hadith as the, uh, the month of patience. Because in this month, there is a lot of patience to be practiced. 
There's a lot of patience in this month. Patience in fasting. Patience in standing in the night prayer. Patience upon the difficulties and the pains that occur, that we feel, that we go through in this month. For example, thirst, hunger, etc. Likewise, the Sheikh says, in this month, it is legislated for us to be more generous and more giving and to do more good. For indeed, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he was from the most generous of the people. He was the most generous of the people in all, throughout the year. He was the most generous of the people. And when Ramadan started, he was even more generous. He was even more giving. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So the Sheikh says, Jud bimalika sadaqatan aw zakatan. So therefore be generous with your wealth and giving in charity or zakah. Jud bi badanika a'in ikhwanak. And be generous with your physical ability by helping out your brothers and with your physical strength, things that you can help people with physically. Wajud bi jahik. And if you can be a middle person for somebody, if you can help somebody out by you yourself speaking to somebody else to help your brother who is in need or your brothers and your sisters who are in need, be that middle person, be that person who goes and tries to look for any help for your brothers and sisters in need. So therefore, he says, and indeed, honey, we should have that honey, focus and do our best. And the Sheikh says, Wallahu Azza wa Jal yu'amilu abdahu bima yu'amilu bihi ikhwana. Allah treats a person the way the person treats their brothers. Meaning Allah is in the aid of a person when the person is in aid of only their brothers. And likewise, the Sheikh says, use your time in this blessed month of Ramadan. Use it for the obedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The numerous types of actions of obedience there is. They're so numerous. There are so many things that you can do that is good in this month. And do not look down upon a good deed that you think is too small. Don't look down upon a pound that you're able to give in charity or 20p that you're able to give in charity to help your brothers and sisters, for example. Don't look down upon the smallest of deeds. For indeed, with ikhlas, the reward is great. Likewise, the Sheikh says, increase yourselves in the recitation of the Quran. For indeed, the recitation of the Quran as an excellence in this month. This is why you find that from our righteous predecessors, as Salaf al-Salih, and the scholars, and the fuqaha, and the muhaddithin, and muhaddithin, when the month of Ramadan starts, you'll find that they increase themselves in the recitation of, of the Quran. So we will end here 
and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us benefit from that which we have heard and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us take the good from what we have heard and be able to remind ourselves and others and apply it in our lives.